Nope. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. So you must be good for Smanta Claus, or he'll eat you like a cake. Ever since I was little, I've known that Santa Claus doesn't actually come on Christmas to give kids presents. I mean, I'm 11 years old. Do they still expect me to believe that crap? I didn't believe any of that stuff, like the Tooth Fairy or the Easter Bunny, until one day at recess, some kid named Tommy Cosgrove told us about the legend of Smanta Claus. They say you can smell him before you see him. And he isn't all the way human. It's just pieces of flesh and skin hanging off a few bones. Tommy was explaining to a circle of frightened kids around him. He breaks into your house on Christmas Eve, and he checks his list to see if you've been good or bad. He doesn't leave anything if you're good, but if you've been bad, he dismembers you limb by limb and then eats you alive. A girl next to me screamed, and one kid started crying, but not me. I think you're full of bullcrap, I said boldly, stepping up to Tommy. Is that so? He snarled. I've seen Smanta Claus with my own eyes. I rolled my eyes. Okay, buddy. When you go missing because Smanta Claus ate you, we'll be sure to send out a search party. I said, as me and the rest of the group left Tommy behind. You'll be sorry! He screamed hysterically as we walked away. Never in my wildest dreams had I considered the possibility that he was right. A few weeks later, once Christmas break was well underway, I'd forgotten all about Tommy and his stupid story. My family and I were all snuggled up around the fire watching Christmas movies. The milk and cookies were set out, and our stockings were hung on the mantle. Suddenly... All of us heard a distinct tapping on the roof, and the faces of both our parents dropped into an exaggerated, Oh! Oh my goodness, you boys had better get to bed before Santa comes, my mom said animatedly. Yeah, you wouldn't want him to find out you're out of bed, my dad added over-enthusiastically. I rolled my eyes. But my brother sprinted up to the room we shared and tucked himself in. I followed him and tried my best to fall asleep, but laid awake for a while, thinking about the gifts I would receive the next day and other selfish little kid thoughts. I had almost drifted off to sleep when a putrid odor made its way into my nostrils. It smelled of decaying meat and gasoline, and it grew stronger every second. Hey, do you smell that? I whispered to my brother in the darkness. 
no reply. I squirmed deeper under my covers and held my nose as the smell grew nearly unbearable. I nearly crapped myself when the doorknob started turning. My heart pounded in my throat as I watched this thing enter my room. I screamed as loud as I could, but no sound came out. Samantha Claus was a humanoid creature with big slabs of rotting skin and flesh hanging off a frame of bones riddled with holes. Maggots and worms crawled in and out of the shreds of body. It had a Santa-esque beard, but it was matted and tangled, along with a ragged and tarnished Santa suit and hat. I heard there was someone who does not believe in Samantha. It gurgled in a barely understandable grunt. Does Samantha need to eliminate any naughty children? N- no, I, I haven't been naughty. I stuttered. It was... It was him... I pointed at my sleeping brother, barely believing the words that were coming out of my mouth. Samantha walked over to him. I resisted the urge to shout out, knowing that if I did, he'd eat me instead. Samantha smiled, revealing rows and rows of razor-sharp teeth, which he pressed against my brother's cheek. My breath hitched as he ripped away the skin and muscle from his face, rendering him unrecognizable. He finally woke up at this point, and the scream he let out will forever haunt me. Help me! He pleaded, but I just stayed glued to my bed. Please! He's eating me! Stop! What did I do? He cried out. Blood spilled everywhere, and the smell of iron filled the air. I finally vomited when I saw my brother's exposed teeth once his cheek was ripped away. I was sobbing as hard as I could, but I was physically unable to move out from my bed. Once that thing had successfully mutilated my brother's face, I was in hysterics. I thought Smanto would finally leave, but I guess he wanted to take a souvenir with him. He pulled a blood-stained hacksaw out of his giant sack and set to work on the neck. I squeezed my eyes shut as tight as I could as he sawed and sawed through bone, muscle, and skin. The sounds he made were excruciating and it felt like hours until he finally took the severed head and threw it into his sack, leaving the headless body of my brother on the bed across the room from me. Before he left, Samantha came over to me and got up in my face. I could smell my brother's flesh on his breath 
and I whimpered and trembled violently as he spoke. Now do you believe in Samantha Claus? Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Nope Too Creepy podcast. If you want to learn more about the author of this story, just check the show notes and you'll find all the necessary links. If I haven't earned it already, I hope this is the week you choose to follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Until next time, everybody, this is Dan David reminding you all to stay safe out there. I'll be seeing you in the next episode.